Welcome to the Alchemy Archetypes and Ascension podcast. I'm your host, Jess Beard. I believe we can change the world if we all concentrate on ascending into the greatest versions of ourselves in this lifetime. All episodes and interviews are to inspire and educate us to transform. I want to explore spirituality, 5D and quantum shifting, health, mindset, business and more. If you need to transform any error in your life, then I want to be talking about it. Hello and welcome. We're going to be talking today about ascension. What is ascension? Why is it happening to you? What are ascension symptoms? And how does ascension tie in with your own energy like system? So this really, this whole subject... And this whole session started when a beautiful friend of mine messaged me and she asked me, what does ascension mean to me? And I really had to think because, I mean, this is a topic that so many people have really talked about for a very long time. And what I'm saying is probably not going to be anything new, but this is how I feel and this is how I want to present it. So ascension is when we want to go on a transformational journey, sometimes whether we want to or not. Sometimes we have this spiritual activation and I've talked about that in some of my other podcasts. Sometimes you can go through a dark night of the soul, a spiritual activation, and you just don't seem to have any control over it. All of a sudden, um, you're on this spiritual path. And that very much happened to me. Like for the first 29 years of my life, I was dabbled and slightly interested. And then after that, what happened is I became really, really like dedicated to my spiritual growth. And I feel that that is what is ascension. It's not just where we feel ascension symptoms. It's actually where we have these things that happen to us and mind, body and spirit, we have to go through this transformation to become the greatest version of ourselves in this lifetime. And I think that's the key aspect of ascension is to constantly transform layer upon layer, layer upon layer, layer upon layer to when you pass in from this world into the next one, you achieved the highest version of yourself that you could. And some people seem to be on soul contracts where they cannot help themselves. They really want to step up and they want to help other people. They want to become leaders. They want to write books that transform people. They want to be healers. They want to help. And they're taking everything that they've learned and they're helping the ascension process for the entire planet. So people will talk about ascension symptoms And I'm going to get to that later. I want to describe how ascensions actually tie in with our chakra and energy systems first, because this is what I truly believe. I believe that heaven and hell is actually within us. And the first three chakras, 
the root chakra, the sacral and the solar plexus, they all have lessons in them and energies involving around safety and security, self-worth and empowerment. So every single story that we have where we give our power away, where we don't live in our creative expression, where we have money stories, where we have abuse, where all the things that we have to heal can be deeply tied into those three chakras. And the people who don't in this lifetime choose to go on the ascension journey, they actually stay stuck in those three chakras and they just experience life from that way. And I have family members and I have friends who are just living that expression and I truly believe that that is what their souls are here to do is to have that experience. But then there's a certain amount of people who want to go on this ascension journey and it really starts with the heart because the heart is the bridge. It is the bridge between the lower chakras and the higher chakras. And it's twofold. You have to heal the heart of things that have happened to it. But the heart is the key for you wanting to go on your spiritual journey. So the heart comes in and what it does is it feels, I love myself enough that I can't stop this journey that I'm on. I'm going somewhere. This is, I don't know where I'm going. I'm healing. I want to help other people. I have a purpose. And, you know, when you're at that first bridge part, when you're really healing all your traumas and all the stuff that's in your hell, which is in your trapped energies and your stories and your wounds and your abuse in the lower three chakras, you kind of don't even believe that you can be psychic or you can be a healer. You might secretly want to do it, but you don't believe. I had people tell me in 2012 that, oh, you're going to be a healer and you're going to help people. And I flat out rejected it. There's no way I could envision that because I was still trapped in my own hell and I, and I was seeing glimmers of wanting to ascend out of it. But I had to do a tremendous amount of healing on the heart, the self-worth, the self-belief and my own safety. You've all heard me talk about the witch wound and how much I believe it activates the shapeshifter archetypes so that we have that imposter syndrome and we um, are afraid to step up but it's deeper than that there is a primordial fear because of the witch wound and the way that humanity has vilified and destroyed those who are different we have an instinctual primordial fear that if I step up and be seen and I follow my purpose and I do these things then I'm going to get hurt. And if you're on your ascension process, if you want to step into helping anybody or helping yourself, you have to heal that. That's one of the biggies. And you go through all of that and then you start to shift up out of hell and into heaven. Now, what does heaven look like energetically? Energetically, heaven is like in the throat 
it's not only speaking your truth, and this is where a lot of people get misguided with the throat chakra, is they feel like if I'm I'm going to speak my truth, you did this to me, I did that to me, and they can just like blurt everything out and not understand the consequences of speaking out loud sometimes. They could hurt people with it. They can not care. You've done this to me. You've done this to me. I'm just going to speak my truth. But you have to be responsible when this is talking about the truth, it's actually the hardest part of it is being truthful with self. And Caroline Mace, she talks about how the throat is the connection between the heart and the mind. And it's very true because you can say, oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to exercise three times a week. But in your heart, you're like, I don't want to do that. And your mind is saying, there's no way you're going to do that. You're lying. But you go and you say it. You speak it out when it's not your integrity and it's not your truth. There's times when we say little white lies to avoid hurting people, but we end up making things worse because we haven't checked in and go, hang on, is there a better way that I can express this? and help this person but do it in a way that has integrity and healing that's the power of the throat is so you make truth fundamental so you don't lie to yourself i've had to look at some aspects of my life and go oh my god you did this you did this you did this and own it and that's only because i was able to be truthful I've talked to you all about when I was an energy vampire when I was trying to write and I had to own the fact that in my heart and in my head I knew that I didn't have the discipline to sit down and write fiction books even though every part of me craved to. And I would talk and talk and talk and I would get people to really pity me or give advice or tell me I can do it and I'd feel all revved up but it lacked integrity because I knew in my heart that I wasn't ever going to do it and I'm wasting these people's time but in the moment I didn't have the level of clarity that I have now I didn't realize what I was doing or I wouldn't have done it but it's so powerful once you really own it with that throat chakra and go oh I'm never doing that again that's a totally wrong vibration and then your third eye is not just about um, psychic abilities. It's about seeing with clarity and, you know, activating your abilities, your lucid dreams, trusting your intuition and your crown as you channel through divine thought and you get messages from your guides and then you are able to use your, your heaven, your higher chakras and tap in. And then you can go down from that higher aspect and you can go into your sacral and you can go into your root chakra and your solar plexus and those, does this feel really good? Do I really want to do this? And you can make conscious decisions. Now, what happens with every time we go through this heaven and hell within us, that is essentially when we're having life lessons. I've just gone over and I've had what I've called my unwanted <laughs> and unexpected pilgrimage. And I had like this huge journey that totally transformed me. But while I was in it, it was bumping me down into my lower chakras and I had to go through the moments. There is times when 
you can't help but dipping down and going through the lessons because you have to then bring it up out of the shadow. This is shadow work. And you transform it so that you stop repeating that pattern. You learn from it. And this is what ascension is. Nothing happens to you, no matter how awful, that doesn't have ongoing lessons and and ramifications and also positivities. I've had and worked with incredible women that have had um, abuse as children and they've had um, rape, they've had narcissistic domestic violence, they've had the most horrifying things that happened to them and they've come out the other side and they are helping other people with the darkness that they've been through. So on some soul level, as awful as it is to say this out loud, there is soul contracts involved in some of these aspects with these journeys. And that's not my words. That's their words. These are the words of these people that have gone through these things that are saying this to me. So our ascension is our past. We heal it. We transform it. We don't repeat it. And we're on a trajectory. And we say up, but maybe we should say higher dimensional, our multidimensional selves, our quantum selves, where we start to live from our higher aspects. So why does ascension symptoms come into it? So ascension symptoms are when we clear a lot in our bodies, you have to always remember we are mind, body, spirit. Mind is our emotions as well. And we have all these layers to ourselves. And if you are transforming spirit, your, your soul is going through a massive transformation. You have to feel it in the body. It is it's logical. And you can have solar flares. You can have energy in the earth. You can have the magnetic forces. You could have uh, solar eclipses. You can have other different things, the lion's gate, which is in, like infusing the energy of the planet with lots of celestial energy. And people will go, oh, and... and I know that most of you would have experienced this at some stage and you'll be talking to everyone and everyone just seems to be tired. They might have all had headaches on the same day or they might have had joint pains for like no reason or they'll get a mild cold that only lasts like a day that doesn't really feel like a cold. So ascension symptoms are physically felt from an energetical experience. So it's either releasing because you're in the middle of a lesson or you're being energetically upgraded because of the energy of the planet or the energy of the celestial. And during those times when you are feeling like I have ascension symptoms and something's not quite right and all these different things, we want to go into the brain and think. Now, this is where I got my ass kicked overseas is wanting to be stuck in the mind and understanding it all. I have a very strong alchemist archetype. So I take data from everything, put it together with puzzle pieces and form pictures. I'm fabulous with my clients, with my friends, anyone I'm a sacred witness for, because I remember information of things that have happened to people 
and then I'm able to go this is why it's happening do you remember this happened and this happened like oh my god how do you remember that it's it's just a thing that I have an ability and it's my alchemist archetype so the the downside of that is also having a very logical mind and when ascension symptoms can come through you're wanting to like overanalyze everything when what you need to be doing is just go into your receptive mode be gentle with yourself and say to the universe I'm not a hundred percent sure what's going on right now but you know I need some signs I'm just going to go and rest I'm going to have a bath I'm going to go for a walk in nature I'm going to meditate but you need to sort this out and show me what's going on and you put it out there to the universe and you know I, over and over and over, I will get Facebook messages, I'll get an email, I'll look at something, I'll pick up a magazine and the answer is always there. You have to you have to really surrender and ask or just surrender and let be and be gentle with yourself. The other thing I wanted to say about ascension symptoms is that they can match what your lesson is. So say, for example you're going through a lesson and you know that it is based around your throat and it's having an upgrade and um, you're having to learn to speak with integrity. Now, I also just want to put a side note here and just mention that as we shift out of hell, out of being stuck in our root sacral and solar plexus and we move up, you have to become more careful with how you speak because your words hold more power and you can manifest things that you don't want to into your life or you can perpetuate living lives that you don't really want. So what I mean by that, in the past when you're trapped in your hell and you're saying something like, I'm always so unlucky, I never win this. When you're trapped in your lower chakras and you're in hell, that doesn't mean anything because you're so spogged in those energies. But when you do the healing and you come up and you're spending more time up here and you really are in synchronicity and magic and things are really flowing and you're in your purpose and you've done a tremendous amount of healing and you say that, oh, I'm so unlucky, I never win anything. It has more weight and energy to it. Because you're no longer bogged down here. You're up in the lighter frequencies. And if you speak things like that, then what happens is you manifest staying in that frequency and in that story and in that belief. So you have to be really careful with your words as you start to ascend because you can speak bad spells. I'm very careful with what I say. I try to be. I'm not perfect. But I'm very aware even on a global scale and different things, I don't add into the narrative too much. And those who follow me um, on social media will know that I don't, I don't add too much to the stories and different stuff that's going on. You may see one post every now and then, political and different things, but you have to be careful. If we all whinge about a political figure, and we're focusing on the political figure's negative attributes and all this energy. Not only are we bombarding that person with psychic darts, 
but at the same time we're perpetuating them staying in power for longer and we're also weaving the story of them being a dastardly Dan and they are going to never change. So imagine if you have a public figure and you've got 30 million people all saying the same thing about that person, energetically what they must feel but also what hope do they have of becoming a better person if we all say these bad spells. So I truly believe that those who ascend up into their higher chakras, they start to um, live from this place of being more quantum. You have to be more vigilant or you will get your ass kicked by the universe. I can have instant karma because I know what I just did was wrong. So I'm not talking about massive things, but little things I'll know when I when something happens to me and I'll be like you did that so I've become very vigilant because I don't want to manifest more blocks within myself and as I'm going along that is part of the ascension symptoms if you create a block it'll stay there so back to the throat and how we were talking about you can manifest like a cough or you can manifest a sore throat or your glands can physically come up and down when your throat has undergone a healing because you've just had a massive lesson about speaking the truth to yourself speaking truth it happens a lot when you have to go okay I'm going to step up and I'm going to start helping people. I'm going to create videos like this or I'm going to create a podcast or I'm going to go to workshops. And you have to actually speak up and help people. The chances are that you will go through physical upgrades in your throat because you're healing the witch wound. You're healing all the parts for our ancestors, for the women, for the men, for the people who could never speak up. It is that dramatic. When we step forward and as we're ascending and we are doing these things for people, we're doing it for the whole. You can't throw away the word, you can't throw around the word oneness and wholeness and unity without understanding that that's true. And some of those truths are, hey, as I am standing up and I'm going to lead in this direction and I'm going to become comfortable with leading, I'm going to become comfortable with teaching, you are going to heal blocks within yourself. You're going to tap into other archetypes, the teacher archetypes and descend. And you have to vibrationally match now with, with this person who's going to teach, this person who stand up and do these things, and your body will feel it in some shape or form. It can be energy highs, it can be mood fluctuations, it can be sleeping a lot, it can be if it's in your throat. So remember the ascension symptoms can be very specific. I asked last year, because I am an Aries and I sometimes throw myself into the deep end by um, asking the universe, sure, I'm ready to do that. And I said to the universe, I have my clients and I love the group coaching, but I feel like I need to become fiercer in my energy field so that 
the people that I work with get that transformation and they have that accountability. And when I tell them to do something, they trust and actually take action upon what I'm suggesting because they understand that if you do this, you're going to transform its speed of light. I just knew I had to become fiercer in my process. If I truly wanted to be of even more service, I needed to have this don't disappoint me energy. You've paid me money. We're going to do this and I'm going to hold you accountable. And I didn't want to have to sit there and always be saying to my clients, you've paid me money. We're going to do this. I wanted them to feel it. So I kind of made this wish. And in July last year, I had a three-week headache. I went to the doctors. It was so bad. I had multiple scans. Then the, the medication they gave me made my heart do weird things. I went and had heart scans. Like it was, I, I, was, I felt like it was spiritual, but I was in so much pain at the same time. And I was dizzy. And, I, and I'm just like, what is going on? I finally surrendered. And in the one day, I had three people tell me to you try um, oregano oil. And I took it and within 48 hours, it cleared the last of it. And that coincided with me also having healing with a lady. And she said, I am, and she didn't know anything that was going on. And she said, you've got all these codes coming in at the back of your head. It's quite it's quite full on and she goes you're going to be speaking on even more platforms and different stuff so there's all this stuff in the throat and I'm sitting there going oh my gosh you've done it again you've asked for this and because I asked to be more fierce and I needed it for my clients I had a huge physical ascension symptoms as I am transforming and it was highly specific to the head and the throat so I have had tremendous growth with my clients ever since. It's incredible because I didn't have to say anything to them. I'm like, come on, let's do this and they will do it, you know, especially in the, in the January group coaching, they were just incredible and bunch to work with. Now, that is a perfect example with that story of how you can ask something you are in a higher vibration. I'm no longer in my hell, I'm in my heaven. And what happens is if you speak something like, oh, I'm, I'm ready for this universe, the universe responds really quickly. So you have to be vigilant with what you say and speak and to do. Now, the other thing that you will find as you're no longer trapped in the uh, root sacral and solar plexus as much in hell as you move up into these higher chakras in into the ascension aspects is the synchronicities become beyond the joke it's so bizarre like yesterday I had um I read I read in a fictional book about Sugar Creek Sugar Creek and I'm like that would make a nice cafe and then I said this to myself I wonder if Sugar Creek would be a real place and then within a few hours I'm watching this documentary and it's 
quite awful because it popped up on my Facebook and and this man had killed his wife at Sugar Creek. So I got my answer that Sugar Creek is a real place and I just went, this is like you couldn't even make that up. And that's just one example if you're in the flow. It is a constant stream of synchronicities and magic and, and awesomeness and it's very, very fun. But you have to remember it's very, very normal to dip down and have your experience of growth. We are always going to go down and have a lesson. Or if we're having a lesson that is with our higher chakras and energy points, sometimes they can be weird. Like when I upgraded um, my throat and my third eye so I could be more fierce, I manifested a three-week shocking headache and vertigo. So your ascension symptoms can match whatever you're working upon, whatever is tied to the lesson. But don't forget, you can also have it as a, as a general influence. Um, say, for example, um, we're, we're flooding in Australia at the moment. You can pick up the collective fear or disquiet or gloom as everything's just pouring in rain and you can't do anything and people feel trapped so you can kind of feel in your body all these other different things while I would say that's more being sensitive to your geographical location the fact that you're sensitive is still an indication that you are in the ascension process and your abilities are getting more and more so I hope that that has helped in the um, description for those who are watching on uh, YouTube or the podcast, I also mentioned in the podcast the shapeshifter and the witch wound. Uh, on my website, there is a course called Healing Your People Pleaser. Heal Your People Pleaser. And that is all about the witch wound and the shapeshifter and learning to say no but also we really need to discover within ourselves why we're doing what we're doing it really helps the healing process so it really breaks down why you can't say no to people and why you always put yourself last and why you constantly give your energy away so check that out if you're feeling drawn to that as well